On today's edition of the show, we, it is a round one postseason crossover edition of the podcast. We we bring in the host of Locked On Boston Bruins, Ian McLaren. We're going to talk about the biggest storylines, players to watch, and give our predictions to this first round series matchup. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, folks, 82 games have been played. This year's President's Trophy winners taking on last year's President's Trophy winners. And myself, Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, joined with Armando Velez of Locked On Panthers to tee up this first round series, which should be a good one. And uh, Armando, how are you feeling about this series uh, coming into, yeah, a season where I guess the Panthers have maybe lower expectations than than they did this time last year? Yeah, lower expectations for sure. And you na- you said it from the top, last year's President's Trophy winners versus this year is going to be the first time ever in NHL history that the the current the current president's trophy winners will be going against the the reigning uh president's trophy winners from the year before in round one yep (laughs) nice (laughs) so first time ever since it was handed out in the mid 80s so yeah it's a big challenge for the florida panthers ahead fun fact points wise they are closer to last place in the eastern conference than they are Oh, the Boston Bruins, as far as record-wise in points, with of course they have 92. The Boston Bruins have 135, an NHL record based on wins and points. So it's it's a tall task, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. For you, what do you think is the the biggest storyline heading into uh, this round for for the Panthers? Uh, is it? I've been saying Alex Lyon, but I guess it's Alex Lyon. Uh, is that one of the big storylines, or what else is? Uh, going on for the Panthers what what do Bruins fans need to know it has to be Alex Lyon because he is he has been part of why the Florida Panthers have gotten here in the first place I mean I mean he's had uh, three three different two different stints with the Florida Panthers as far as streaks of starting I mean it all it, it started really in late January when Sergey Bobrovsky gets hurt in Montreal he comes in in the latter part of the game he starts the the rest of the way until the all-star break and really what changed the season for the florida panthers was really that win on january 28th against the boston bruins heading into the all-star break that was an alex lyon's start at the time he was keeping them into the game and and barkoff scores with three seconds left sam reinhardt scores in overtime to for Mm. the florida panthers to get that win at the time and they hadn't had a three-game winning streak at that at that time uh and then they had one at one shortly after the all-star break ended one a month later and then of course six games to to get in to the postseason and of course with a little help of the pittsburgh penguins losing <laughs> and alex line has been just that and of course even when the wins weren't coming for the florida panthers it's been the matthew kachuk show getting mm-hmm. 109 points for the for the panthers in this yeah. season and even though the florida panthers have dealt with injuries anthony duclair only came back in late february barkoff has missed uh double digit games as well for the panthers as as well and the panthers are currently without sam bennett who he will be 
not not be suiting up in game one of this mm. uh, first round series. He's been out since mid um, late late March, so are already a, a big task ahead for the for the Cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was talking about Kachuk's performance. I could see a world where Connor McDavid wins the Hart Trophy, but both Kachuk and Pastra could be finalists for that no award doubt. with him uh, for sure. And and um, just the goaltending, yeah, that's such a huge part of it. Uh, is it? I'm not even sure myself what the answer to this is. Is it Lyon starting because he's just been that much better than? Bobrovsky as of late or is Bobrovsky dealing with something or why hasn't he the 10 million dollar man been uh been the guy down the stretch here well when when the Panthers were off of losing four straight games when when the Florida Panthers were going into Toronto uh um in in late March the Sergey Bobrovsky was announced to have a no non-COVID illness and mm. then Alex Lyon took the start one six straight um after yeah, that yeah. and and has and he Bobrovsky had didn't necessarily lose the job. Alex Lyon gained the job in, in that stretch. And of course, uh, scraping out a point against the Toronto Maple Leafs in the second to last game of the season. And then I thought that maybe Bob could have started in that last one against Carolina to get, mm-hmm. to get kind of going a little bit to knock off some of the rust. But Paul Maurice, he's looking, he's looking at this as let me see what I got in my current goaltender still uh as the, and to keep him fresh as well right, because right. because he got he got this team to the point this point it, it it's going to it's going it, to why why not why not start Alex Lyon mm-hmm. right now for the Panthers yeah yeah totally the whole hot hand the whole hot hand thing i, I guess for the bruins the biggest storyline mentioned it off the top president's trophy curse uh the panthers made it to the second round last year so mm-hmm. it's not a uh, not a case where they like Tampa Bay a few years ago. That's always what people bring up these days when it comes to dominant regular season. Go out and get swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, the Panthers won around last year, lost to those very same Lightning, and uh, we'll see if they are able to beat Toronto again this season. I think we're both rooting. Well, maybe not. Maybe not yourself. I don't know if you would root for for the Lightning being a, a fellow Florida team, but no. um, it's hard to root for Tampa Bay, but it's always fun to root for Toronto not doing anything. <laughs> um, as far as the Bruins, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the biggest storyline. Can they carry over that regular season success into the playoffs? I was looking back over their season, and there was one stretch where they lost four of five games, another stretch where they lost – three of four. And that was pretty much the only dips in their performance this season. There was losses here and there, you know, they lost to a game in Arizona, lost a game to Chicago. I mean, that's going to happen over the course of a regular season. You're going to lose here and there, but as far as losing streaks or in the playoffs, four out of seven, they didn't have, they had one stretch where they lost four out of five. Now, having said that, Florida was one team that did give them problems this season. Uh, The Bruins allowed a league low 2.12 goals per game against Florida. That jumped up to 3.75. I think Florida scored the most goals against the Bruins out of any team this season. Um, You mentioned that game that they won uh, in overtime 
I think there was like a, a 5-2 decision that Florida won as well. All those games, of course, mm-hmm. came before the trade deadline where the Bruins arguably got better on the blue line. Dmitry Orlov added some toughness in Hathaway, brought in Tyler Bertuzzi. So it's kind of a different team that Boston is icing at the moment. Um, but yeah, will they be able to suppress Lightning's, or sorry, the Panthers' amazing offensive attack? Uh, that's going to be a big question. And, you know, we talk about the goaltending, Alex Lyon. The Bruins don't have a ton of experience goaltending wise when it comes to Linus Allmark, Jeremy Swayman. Swayman played a couple games a couple years ago. He came in against Carolina last year. Linus Allmark, didn't steal the show against Carolina in the first round loss last year either uh, to the point where he was replaced by Swayman. So that's probably one of the biggest questions as well is that other worldly goaltending that we saw from uh, Linus Allmark. Can he carry that over into the, uh, into the playoffs and can the Bruins um, overcome this president's trophy curse? We'll talk about predictions later on in the show, but with all due respect to the Panthers, if there is a President's Trophy curse, I, I don't think it's going to rear its head in the in the first round, but uh, but we'll see what happens. And we'll touch on some players to keep an eye on in the series here in a moment. Uh, but first, a word about today's sponsor, which is Athletic Greens. They're a partner of the Locked On Podcast Network that is revolutionizing the way people absorb their nutrients, minerals, vitamins, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens every day. With just one scoop of AG1, you can absorb all of that stuff to start your day, right? It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, basically all the things. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine that cost him about a hundred bucks a day and he created athletic greens after experiencing how difficult it is to create an optimal nutrition routine you can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition just one scoop in a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d five free travel packs with your first purchase just visit athleticgreens.com slash nhl network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance and on tuesday's episodes of locked on bruins and locked on panthers you can get full coverage of game one uh from myself from armando uh, and uh, just get all the latest on both teams by subscribing and becoming an everyday listener of Locked On Bruins, Locked On Panthers, all, well, 32 teams, but 16 playoff teams as well. All right, Armando, we talked about um, Alex Lyon earlier. What are some of the uh, other key matchups or key players to watch on the Florida side of this series? For if, if we're we already mentioned Matthew Kachuk, we already mentioned Alex Lyon, but it, it's also got to be another forty goal score in Carter Verhage, who's manning that, uh, who's on that 
left wing with Alexander Barkov and mm-hmm. Sam Reinhart. And I, I was looking at the at the lines, the 5v5 lines for both the top six of both the Florida Panthers and the Boston Bruins. Both the top lines for the Panthers have a Corsi 4 of over 60% at 5 on 5, while the the top line for Boston, theirs is also 60%, while the second line of Pavel Zaka, Tyre Batuzzi, and David Pasternak are at 56%. So mm-hmm. two two high possession teams uh for 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 in, in this in this series. But I, I the Boston Bruins are more of a from what I've seen are more of a like a medium pace type of team. From what I've seen, they they're they're very good, great at slowing the game down. Mm. And this is where this is where this one player if if, if the Florida Panthers are gonna win this series. And they need Anton Lindell to really mm-hmm. match up well against that second line because he's right now on that second line, of course, due to Sam Bennett being out currently. Chances right. are he could return in the series and all that. Uh, didn't really work out with going on Barkov's wing early in, in the season, but has found a little bit of a home with that Kachuk and Etulu Storanen line. Their their goal differential at 5v5 is plus four uh, uh, right now. Um, wow. and, and it, But this was a line that was formed a little later in the season so so w- let's see how they could uh match up with the zaka bertuzzi and pasternak line of course pasternak is a is a 60 goal scorer he's gonna, gonna be a little tough to contain and looking back at the game logs and some of the highlights pasternak scored in every single game in the in this uh four four game series in in the regular season for the florida panthers and and the boston bruins as well sam reinhardt also likes scoring against the boston bruins as well he's mm-hmm. he scored uh three times of course we talked about that game winner on the on the 28th a, a, a big uh season changing win for the panthers but i'm also looking at the likes of an eric Stahl as well mm. because last time he was in the postseason with montreal he helped them he helped them get to the Stanley Cup final where they eventually lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Of course, he was great in that in that in that postseason run for the for the for the Habs at the time. And also Anthony Duclair. He mm. just got his second goal of the season on on game 82. Uh it, it, it was it, it was kind of a garbage time goal uh for for the Panthers as they were making a late surge, but the he it's only his second goal of, of, of the season um of course coming off the achilles injury is is tough to tough to get get your game back of course he's showing great speed but he's a little bit snake bitten uh, right now um it, but how can is he going to be able to finish his chances uh in in this series and it's going to be a tall task i mean the top 4 as far as the deep pairs as well if you if you don't if if you don't if you don't have uh, Dimitri Orloff and Charlie McAvoy on. You still have to deal with Brand, um, Hampus mm-hmm. Lindholm and Brandon Carlo there, so that's a mm-hmm. tough decor to get to get past. Yeah, yeah. Duclair is a guy I've always loved. Uh, love to see him get back to full strength, but maybe we'll uh, push that to next season instead of over the next couple of weeks. Uh, for the Bruins, we talked about Lena Salmark a little bit. I mean, David Pasternak. Obviously, he could. Uh, carry the Bruins as he had all all season long. For me, one of the key players to watch for the Bruins is is Taylor Hall. Uh, he has missed a ton of games down the stretch. He just returned for the last, I think, two of the last three or three of the last four. And I talked a bit a couple of weeks ago about how the Bruins could very well have the best third line of all teams in the playoffs. Uh, Bergeron's missed practice on uh, Saturday and Sunday, but 
the expectation is he'll be in the lineup. Mm-hmm. The trickle-down effect there is that uh, the third line should be Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, and Tyler Bertuzzi. And uh, if Taylor Hall can show some jump uh, and come up with some big goals that the Bruins have been counting on him scoring, then I think he could be an X factor in the series. It's crazy to think that a guy who was drafted first overall, yeah, it was like 13 years ago, but still he's kind of a forgotten player on this team because he had been injured down the stretch and because he's pretty far down the totem pole when it comes to the leadership group. So he doesn't have any pressure on him. That third line, him, Bertuzzi, Coyle can hopefully just uh, cook against some uh, lesser defensive matchups uh, down the lineup. And that kind of stuff is, is what wins championships. We saw that for the Bruins back in 2011, uh, third and fourth lines that just stepped up and uh, were huge for, for them. Uh, you mentioned also the defensive assignments. There's some question the Bruins have like eight healthy defensemen at the moment who could play Jacobs Borrell probably won't get any playing time. Uh, if he does, that's means that something has gone pretty wrong for the Bruins, but there's a decision to be made as to whether Derek Forbort, who missed the last uh, several weeks of the season, thanks to the LTIR gods for making that happen. Uh, he can come back. Do they replace uh, Matt Grizzlick? who is very strong five on five. I know plus minus is not really a stat that we put too much stock into anymore, but Hampus Lindholm, Matt Grizzlick, Brandon Carlo finished one, two, three in the NHL in plus minus this year. He has a ton of value five on five can move the puck, uh, can play on the power play in a pinch. Do you take him out of the lineup? put in Forbort for his penalty killing prowess, his willingness to block shots. Um, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be key. And I think that could be fluid throughout the series where we'll see guys coming in and out on the blue line. Um, the Bruins kind of did that when everybody was healthy. And I think that's something we could see here based on, I, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. How often do you hear in the regular season, the importance of like, matchups and last change we only hear about that in the playoffs it seems and having home ice advantage getting to have that last change where you can have ideal uh defensive matchups uh you could see a, a situation where Derek Forbort's coming out Matt Grizzlick staying in uh but I really think that that's going to be a, a key matchup and um looking at Matthew Kachuk He's a guy that could very well take over the series for the Panthers. I, I've seen even people say he's the best player in the series. Uh, but I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, he's going to kind of have a lot of expectations where it's like he's going to be counted on to drive things offensively, but also kind of uh, muck it up and become a pest. And that's a lot for him to carry where the Bruins can have mm. – a bunch of guys who can play that pest role. Garden Hathaway was brought in. Bertuzzi, I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Trent Frederick, Brad Marchand, of course. And other guys that can step up like a Taylor Hall and score those big goals. So um, I think, uh, mm-hmm. like like you said, Lundell, the second line matchup, I think the third line could really 
turn the tide in this series here as well. Yeah, and and the third line for the Florida Panthers, Lomberg, Eric Stahl, Anthony Duclair, their core four percentages under thirty percent. So that is a that is a matchup. That is a matchup that favors the Boston Bruins there. And listen, uh, for for this series matchup, you have kind of some similar characteristics, like best like defensive forwards, Alexander Barkov, who's won a Selkie Trophy, and Patrice Bergeron, who's who they might cha- they should just change the trophy to his name. Uh, for, mm. for 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 that yeah. late goal scores and Carter Verhage, Matthew Kachuk, and then of course David Pasternak on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that pass, Matthew Kachuk, Brad Marchand, the the hits leader, the the Radko Gouis and the Connor Cliftons of the world as well. So each team has different uh, of those uh, of those personalities and those traits. But as far as as far as lead, um, as far as multiple uh, players in certain categories, I mean blocks. The Boston Bruins have four guys who have 100-plus block shots. The Panthers mm. have three hits. The Boston Bruins have six guys over 100, while the Florida Panthers have five. But one of them is currently missing out of the lineup. Sam mm. Bennett finished third in hits, and he's oh, missed wow. the last 10-plus uh, games of the, of the season. So that's the, the fact that they're missing that part of, of the Florida Panthers lineup is just really – they're 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 going to – I feel like the Panthers are really going to miss Sam Bennett in this mm. season. That's why earlier I said Lundell was that guy to right. hopefully, hopefully uh, t- take take control of that second line and hopefully, uh, hopefully neutralize what 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 the Boston Bruins are going to bring because things just just looking at that it, it favors Boston big time. Mm-hmm. We're going to wrap up here in a moment by answering some more burning questions, looking at some key stats and making our final predictions. But uh, I want to thank you all once again for making Locked On Bruins, Locked On Panthers, part of your day, every day. Uh, Like I said earlier, every day is tomorrow on our respective shows. You'll get full coverage of game one, uh, the results, the hot stories, any injuries that come up, and uh, keep it locked to both Locked On Panthers and Locked On Bruins throughout the course of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Armando, I'll turn it over again to you. Do you have any, you mentioned those were amazing. I didn't even realize those stats there that you mentioned. Uh, any other kind of burning questions you have or some key stats, guys who should step up for, for the Panthers in this one? Yeah, a few stats is, uh, is I, I, I was sent an article about the series preview uh, from Jack Hahn uh, and really how it might not be as much of a mismatch as we as we mm-hmm. anticipated uh i'm not saying that the florida panthers are favored by any chance or any stretch of the imagination but the florida panthers as far as chances off the forecheck they could really ho- um, hopefully put uh the the take the bruins out of their game by how they chip it up the boards and and get and do the uh, dump and chase game and winning those board battles to get it back to the point and of course uh before the boston bruins can have an opportunity to block a shot uh, get it, get it to the goaltender because they're they're one of those teams who who know how to do that well. But as far as defensive structure for the Panthers, I mean, they're they're the worst they're the worst team of the sixteen teams statistically, twenty second mm, in the NHL. Yeah. Who uh, as far as giving up opportunities as well, uh, and the penalty kill it's it's an issue. The matchup to watch really is the is the Bruins power play, even though it's twelfth in the NHL versus the penalty kill. Um, how can how can how can the Panthers neutralize that part of the of of the Boston Bruins? And the the article the same article spoke about how when 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 the Panthers are in that one two one formation and they're and the 
Boston Bruins force it one way. It, it drags the the top guy over to one side and even even the guy, even one on the wing over to the right or, or even some maybe even to the left. And then a cross ice pass can have two Boston Bruins right up to mm. get a, 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 a one timer even without any without a block shot opportunity and, and limited traffic as well. So that's one thing to really look at as far as the Panthers penalty kill. But as far as if, if the Panthers are going to find a way to control this series and even to win it, it's going to be their opportunities to create the broken plays mm. for, for, for the Panthers. So, and it, it's easier said than done. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's one area for me as well. Talking about special teams, the Bruins, like you said, finished 12th on the power play, but they really struggled down the stretch. Uh, they went through several games where it was just not happening. I think over the last few games, they got it going a little bit, but that was with David Krejci out of the lineup. Tyler Bertuzzi was popped up. They, when everybody's healthy, uh, will have some options on the power play. It should be better than it is with the likes of Poshnok, Marshawn, Bergeron out there, Charlie McAvoy. Um, having said that, Boston's penalty kill has been outstanding all season long. They finished first. Uh, a lot of that was put on Derek Forbort being in the lineup, but they maintained that even when he was out of the lineup, which again raises the question of whether he should be in the lineup or not. Um, the Panthers... We all know how much they can score in bunches uh, for the Bruins. For me, the stats are pretty obvious. They were second overall in goals per game, so they can match up with anybody offensively, save for maybe the Edmonton Oilers. And then, like I said, they finished first in goals allowed per game. They were 2.12. The next closest was Carolina at 2.56. Um, <laughs> again, that went way up against the Panthers in those four games that they played. And that was a reason why they went out and got a guy like Dimitri Orlov. They can theoretically have a top pairing defenseman on each mm -hmm. pairing. If they decided to split uh, McAvoy, Lindholm and Orlov onto three different pairings, probably won't happen, but still that's, that's an option. So, uh, I mean, it's not really too deep on my end looking at advanced stats. I know when I've been doing the power rankings, the Panthers have always been up there in terms of shot attempt differential, scoring chances. Um, expected goals. Yeah, expected goals. The Bruins also have been one or two all year in shooting percentage, save percentage, five on five. Now is the question for me has been, are they due for regression or are they going to be able to sustain that? through the postseason, and uh, yeah, the Panthers will be a tough test in terms of showing that Linus Allmark is up to the task in net and that the Bruins defensively can withstand uh, one of the better attacks in the NHL. Uh, so that's uh, kind of my, um, yeah, those are my kind of key stats and burning questions. Um, I guess we can wrap up with, Official predictions for the series. Uh, Armando, I'll let you go first. Who wins and in how many games do you see this series uh, needing? For 
in, in, in the in the National Hockey League is that one league where sometimes you had to be really hot in order to get in. I know we talk about I've spoken about the '96 Red Wings who lost the Avalanche. Who, in, funny enough, in that same year, the highest scoring team was the Pittsburgh Penguins, who the Florida Panthers beat. And then, of course, that Avs Panthers '96 uh, final, which yep. the Panthers didn't win a game there. And then, of course, a few years ago with the Tampa Bay Lightning, what them getting swept by Columbus, Sergey Bobrovsky just being in, mm. incredible in that one. Artemi Panarin as well, yeah. Seth Jones, the likes Matt of them. Duchesne was a good Matt Duchesne. Yeah, so but and and there's also playoff experience for the Panthers on on the roster. They four years in a row that now they're in the dance. Mm-hmm. The culture in South Florida is there for hockey. Jamie Compton, the assistant coach for the Panthers, he was actually an assistant coach on the LA Kings mm-hmm. when they beat the Vancouver Canucks in 2012 to make it all the way to the Stanley Cup oh, final. Wow, yeah. However, I don't see how the Florida Panthers win, win win this series against the Boston Bruins. I I think it's going to be a tougher series than mm-hmm. uh, than a lot of people might think because the Florida Panthers ha- have been there. They have been through. They have been having to play playoff hockey from January all the way till now uh, because of how f- behind they fell early in the season mm-hmm. and and to get to this point. But eventually. That eventually, when you go up against a juggernaut like the Boston Bruins are, it, it's it's a lot it's it's a lot tougher to to make to to make that happen. And I think I'm not saying the Boston Bruins are going to win the cup, but I do think they're going to go on an extended playoff run. And 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 the and the identity change that Boston has gone through with a different coaching staff. I mean, we didn't even mm-hmm. mention uh, Jake DeBrusque, how he elevated yeah. his game yeah, since yeah, Bruce yeah. Cassidy's left. And now he doesn't want to trade anymore mm-hmm. from Boston. Yeah. So that, that it's just a different identity change. And the over under for the Boston Bruins at the beginning of the season was 95.5 <laughs> people. They hit the way so over laughing. there. Yeah. Right. So that's just nuts. I think I think the Boston Bruins are destined uh, to to go on an extended playoff run, and I think it's going to be the Boston Bruins in six games. I think I think the the Florida Panthers are going to steal a game in Boston. I think the Boston Bruins are going to steal a game in Sunrise, mm-hmm. and then the Boston Bruins are going to end up winning the next two to clinch to clinch their to clinch their spot into the second round. As much as it hurts for me. Yeah, to, yep. to not pick the Panthers, <laughs> I, I have to be a little realistic here about what the everything that the Panthers have gone through with coaching change, mm-hmm. the trade for Matthew Kachuk and sending out Huberdeau and Uyghur to the cap issues that they've had with Keith Yandel's buyout. The fact that they made it here mm. is is great all on its own. Of course, don't tell the players that they're expect they're expecting to to uh, to win. The, right, the right. player the players are, but. It, it's 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 still a step in the right direction as far as mm. the amount of times that the Florida Panthers have been in the dance, and sometimes you just need one. I, right. But I don't think I I don't think it's this year that the Panthers finally break through. Mm. Uh, I'm going to agree with you that the Bruins will win this series. I, I mean, I think the the gap in the standings, the gap in goal differential is. Uh, just so vast that even though Florida has given the Bruins trouble this season, uh, I see Boston coming out. I'm going to one up you though and say the Bruins in five. I think it's going to be Bruins take game one, 
Game two will be close, maybe an overtime decision, but still in favor uh, of Boston. I think Florida had a, a road record this season of 19, 19 and three or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Boston pretty much untouchable on home ice. I think Florida will win one in in Florida, and then the Bruins will come back and, and win in game five. I, I just see – I talked about the third-line matchup. Didn't even mention – you meant you know, like Jake DeBrusque we, we just spoke of. Uh, they can have a guy like Trent Frederick on the fourth line who scored 17 goals this year out of Incredible. nowhere. This um, They just have, I think, I've said it before on Locked on Bruins that to doubt the Bruins right now is to doubt the leadership group, Bergeron, Marchand. Um, Agreed. I think it's like the deepest team perhaps that we've seen in Boston in the cap era. And uh no guarantee that they're going to win a Stanley Cup. It's so difficult to win, even one round, two rounds. Um, again, even this really one through sixteen matchup, it's uh, it's pretty pretty tight, and it's not going to be uh, a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination. No. Only going to get harder as the rounds go on, uh, but ultimately. Just at every position, I see the Bruins as being the better team. I think they're going to take it, take it in five games. And uh, I mean, who knows? We're going to see anything can happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Anything does happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I'm pretty excited. Um, real quick, are there any other series that you're uh, excited about in the first round? I know for me, I'm going to be watching the Rangers and Devils. Yep. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Oilers, Kings, I think, is going to be pretty great. A- any others mm. that you're looking forward to around the league? Of course, Toronto and Tampa Bay. And I'm, yep, I'm yep, going yep. to say, I'm going to say, Toronto finally breaks through Woo. this time around. Yeah, it, yeah. It, the 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 Lightning are limping right now mm. in, yeah. into the playoffs. I tell people on my show, they kind of remind me of the 2014 Miami Heat to, to mm. kind of relate it to the South Florida region. About yep. a few times in a row. Sometimes you sometimes. Uh, Sometimes the the mileage catches up to you, and yeah, I think yeah, yeah. this year it's going to catch up to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, a lot of miles. Yeah, so that's I true. think I think that's going to happen. I I think I think the New York Islanders can beat the Hurricanes. I, wow. I really Hot I really think there. they yeah. could. I really think yeah. they could. The injuries on the on for Aho and Pacioretty and yeah. and the New York Stechnikov, Islanders do have yeah. the and and not Aho. I'm um, not Aho. I meant to say Spectacle. Oh right, right, um, right yeah. Sorry. Um, and uh, Sorokin being in net for the mm, Islanders, yeah. that is an advantage that the New York yeah. Islanders do have. And Mar- Matt Barzell is coming back. Yeah. I was pretty adamant about preferring during the wild card race near the end. It was, you know, Florida, Pittsburgh, Islanders. Pittsburgh was my number one choice. Uh, Islanders, my least preferred choice just because of Sorokin and, and his ability and just how the Islanders can slow things down and make it difficult mm-hmm. to score. So yeah, I, I can see that happening too. And I wouldn't be mad about it to see the, the hurricanes get to get dumped in the first round. I think that would be something to, uh, something to celebrate. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Armando, thank you so much for, uh, for this chat. I think it is going to be a fun series. I'm really excited to see Chuck and co match up against the Bruins and see who, uh, steps up for both teams. Uh, thanks again to everybody for making Locked On Panthers and Locked On Bruins part of your day. Be sure to catch our respective episodes on Tuesday to recap Game 1 
and uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast app on YouTube so that you never miss a thing. Uh, We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.